Yo, yo, what up, what up? Welcome to the WTF Should I Do With My Life podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Sokol. And this episode is an episode where I do some deep group coaching in a community setting. I'm working with people specifically in the times of the corona quarantine and the pandemic and reconfiguration of the world as we've known it. And I wanted to really support people in not just getting through this experience, but in getting the gifts that this experience may have to offer them to allow what's happening to sculpt them into a deeper, more profound and more fulfilled version of who they are so that ultimately they can live with that deep sense of purpose with an open heart, feeling like they've got the mental toughness and the emotional mastery to uh, navigate and to um, really create a life that that deeply matters to them no matter what's going on externally in the world. So these are people who are sharing deeply and vulnerably and authentically. I appreciate them and I appreciate you for being willing to see how can you grab an insight here that can help you to live with a deeper sense of purpose and more of an open heart. Let's jump in. All right, guys. Welcome to the Sensify Corona Coaching. It's 10.01 Eastern Time. The doors are officially locked, and I'm excited to jump in with you guys today. So thanks for making the space to be here. Hmm. All right. Um, so let's start by dropping in a little bit deeper, and we'll use our breath, and we'll use our mindfulness to take a few moments to just deepen in our connection with self, connection with life, and, and from that place, we will see where we go. So find a position that feels supportive for you, and you can let your eyes close. And just start by bringing some awareness into your body. Start by scanning, using your breath as it is a flashlight to just notice and wake up whatever is or isn't present for you. And if there's any particular movement that would feel supportive for you, help you anchor in a little bit deeper, maybe straightening your spine, allowing your heart to come forward a little bit by letting your shoulders go back just to drop. Maybe planting your feet more firmly on the floor or kind of rooting your butt into the seat. And just start to notice the space in between words. Start to notice the space in between thoughts. And let's use our breath right now to get even more connected with that space, that consciousness. So we'll do a nice deep inhale through the nose, filling up your chest, filling up your belly. And then just effortlessly letting it go out the mouth. 
And again, a nice deep inhalation. And just surrendering the breath out, giving it back to life. No need to cling, grasp, hold. Another nice deep breath through the nose. Letting it go through the mouth. If there's any particular movement that would feel nourishing for your body, maybe shaking your hips, maybe kind of wiggling any particular area, your chest, your neck, rotating, maybe um, rotating your wrists, stretching your chest wide open, reaching for the stars, whatever would feel nourishing for you. And with that said, we can open our eyes and we'll jump into our session today. All right. So we've got some new faces on this week. So great to see you guys. We've also got the, uh, the regular gang here at this point, which I'm loving seeing the returning squad. So great to see you guys. And um, my intention is to use today's time in whatever way will be most helpful for you. So trust that if there's something that you'd like support with, it, it will actually be helpful for other people here as well. And oftentimes there's this narrative around, let me not take up space. Let me not kind of, um, I don't know if my thing is good enough to talk about. Just trust it, own it. Um, and, and, kind of brave it in a way because it's it is scary sometimes to put yourself out there so who would like some support today hands up uh, just raise your hand if you can and let's see sort of my joshua is doing the good old sort maybe sort of yeah okay let me see i don't see it's strange i don't see your name um but you're wearing like purple glasses we'll get to you you don't need to do anything right now um Okay, awesome. So let's start with, I don't know if this is how I say your name properly. Is it Maya Ling? It's May Ling. May as in like the month of May. Okay, awesome. May Ling. Beautiful. Um, so one, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing okay also. It's feeling like an okay day for me so far. Yeah. Yeah. And and where are you where are you located? We got people all around the world here. Um I live just outside of Toronto in Canada. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Um I love it. Well, where could we go in our conversation today that, that may be helpful for you? Um I I don't even know where to begin. Um I'm not sure actually. Um yeah. Like, so, so let me, let me, let me, and it's totally normal. Like everyone, you know, they're like, oh shit, I don't exactly know what to say or where to go. So let me offer you this question. So what would you love to take away from our conversation today? Um, 
I'm like, I'm like drawing blanks right now. I went from like, cause I have three kids. So I was like, yeah, I went from that to like signing in before it closed here. So I'm like a little frazzled and just, um, yeah, I'm just, I have so much, I don't know, all this stuff going on. I, I'm not sure <laughs> where to begin. Yeah. Sure. Well, three kids. Wow. That's, that's a lot. Do you have help over there as well? Um, yeah, my husband is here, but he also works in homes, but I, I really wanted to, to jump in on this and do as much as I could. So, um, we're good as, as long as they're good <laughs> right now. And then I might have to like slip away, but yeah, I'm here for now and I'm happy to be, um, I guess what I would really like, um, um, I do feel like going through this time, I'm going through a lot of, um, you know, transformation, a lot of growth. I feel it. Um, I also feel a little lost and confused too, as to the directions I'm going. Um, so I guess maybe what I'd like to get out of this is just, um, having a better sense of, um, I don't know, I guess, quieting my thoughts a little bit so that I can kind of listen to things and not be so overwhelmed, as I'm sure you could see from my original answer, um, but to just have a better sense of where I need to go, following my intuition a little bit better, like knowing how to like um, listen to myself, I guess, hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And everyone is in some state of confusion right now. And there's some things that we feel like, okay, we kind of have clarity on. And at the same time, the whole world is reconfiguring. The whole world is in this kind of confused state. So um, I would just start by owning like that shit is normal. And if there's some kind of narrative like, oh, it's bad that I'm confused or something is broken or I need to fix something, like that actually may be creating a problem that doesn't need to exist. Confusion isn't a problem. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we can just start with that. Like, let's create the context for our conversation. Like, there's nothing to solve. There's nothing broken that needs to be fixed. It might be super uncomfortable. Our nervous system, you got three kids. Holy shit. Like, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's not easy. Um, no. <laughs> so, so, so it might be uncomfortable. Uh, and there might be things we can do to help us feel better and help us be more effective, but it's normal to feel like what the fuck is going on right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So given that, like given that context that, the world's kind of confused right now and so am I and that's all right. What might be a helpful place for us to, um, to look at? Like, is there a particular thing that feels challenging for you that comes up during your day or something that maybe you're wrestling with in the back of your head? Really anywhere that, um, that could be helpful for you. Um.
sorry, this is like bringing me back to like when I used to have to give presentations <laughs> at school and I would like totally blank out. <clears throat> um, yeah. yeah, like my, my mind is just not working at the moment, but. Uh, so let me be with you and like, what are you feeling <laughs> in this moment? Is it like an anxiety? Is it a pressure? Yeah, all those things. <laughs> anxiety and pressure. I feel a little bit of all of it quite, also myself shy. today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think when I get into the state, I just kind of can't think. So my, my, my mind is just blank at the moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I just, I'm just not used to speaking. I'm, I've been in a bit of a bubble because I've been at home with my kids. So Speaking to other adults isn't even something I often do. Um, so, yeah. And let me ask you, are you on the gallery view or are you on the speaker view where you only see me? I'm on the speaker view because I'm on my phone. Okay, great. Great. Sometimes it's yeah. distracting. I only see you, which there. probably helps. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Um, well, we could sit inside of the everything's okay. We don't need to talk about anything and it's all right to be confused and uncomfortable. That's okay for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure as we go along, you know, I don't know, things might pop up or whatever. Okay. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> well, I appreciate you for putting your hand up and being willing to really, um, be in this conversation and in the hot seat and um, yeah. yeah, stay, stay present. I imagine something may come up for you as the call goes on today. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I love it. Thank you. All right. So let's go to Joshua who I saw put his hand up. Joshua. What's up brother? Good to see you, Jacob. Same, man. Well, I would say I did not really come seeking support. I just came to seek to be in a group, to be in community. That's just something that has been missing a lot. And I wanted to just express, um, I guess, gratitude because today, May 1st, I don't know, something, I just felt like some kind of energy shift. I might be, I don't know, making this up in my head, but last night I just felt a really beautiful energy shift. And today's just been different. I don't know if anybody else here feels it, but it's like, I don't know, something just feels like it shifted in some kind of positive direction. And I'm just expressing like a, like a hope, um, a hope that things are going to get better. That's kind of um, just the thought that I'm having right now. Yeah. It has to at some point. Well, let me check in. So is there any support that you'd like in that? I hear this, um, it's got to get better at some point and maybe <laughs> there's something that could be helpful for you there. Yeah. Um, that's a great question because you just reminded me of um, Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. Um, there was that story, and I, I'm kind of reminding myself of some of the people there because Viktor Frankl said, 
the ones in the concentration camp who were, um, they thought like, oh, we're going to be liberated by Christmas or we're going to be liberated by Hanukkah this, this time and this time. And then the time passed and things didn't get better and it kind of broke their heart and they would be more vulnerable to death of a broken heart. So I guess maybe I'm having something of that sort come up that like, oh, it has to get better um, now. And I'm just like setting myself up maybe for um, like a major heartbreak. That could be, that could be something. It could be one of those divine bait and switch things where you have like so much clarity about the future and then that day comes and it doesn't happen. And it's like, oh crap, God, what did you do for me? What did you do to me? So it could be one of those, Jacob, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, you're pulling on a thread that I think is really relevant. And I have an idea I'd love to share with you. Before I do, I'm curious about the, I hope it gets better soon. What specifically are you hoping to get better? Um, great freaking question. Tough question. Um, like a relationship with a friend, I kind of, um, one of my dearest friends, I kind of, really um had a really bad break really t- terrible break with her amidst all this insanity um i hope she comes back into my life really because um, i really love her really hope that gets better that's uh that's definitely a big threat for me right now just heartbreak just like sick heartbreak to a level that I've never experienced before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say heartbreak because you can actually physiologically feel it in your body. It feels like your heart is breaking to a point where you feel sick. Um, So does that feel related to what's happening globally right now? I don't know. So, so the I hope it gets better is, you know, kind of bringing the magnifying glass to that. It seems like actually the place where there's the most energy around hoping something gets better is it's really this deep heartbreak that you're feeling in relationship to this person who you love that there's some kind of rupture in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is um, maybe somehow... I purposefully created such a storm in my relationship so that I wouldn't have to. And, and, and it's like just such a, like a profound grief and heartbreak that is so present in my reality that I don't have to deal with all the other stuff about the coronavirus. This is like mm-hmm. taking up so much of my emotional energy. So I don't have to deal with the grief of the rest of the world. So I kind of zoomed in on this. Maybe. Could maybe. Um, yeah. So what stands out to me is the notion that you would need to take on the rest of the world's grief if this wasn't present. Yeah. You're probably a very empathetic person and like sensitive yeah. to other people's experiences. And I can relate to that. And at the same time, 
it doesn't do the world any benefit for us to take on the world's pain. I, I learned this. I, Excuse me one second. I'm, I'm on a call right now, an important call. Mom, I'm on an important call right now. It's been a lot of, yeah. a lot of, a lot of happenings in my world. Yeah. Well, I love it. And I love the real life, like, family dynamic coming up yeah. even in this moment of like i'm on an important call and where's their boundary of like Absolutely. no no like this is my space that i need for my nourishment and how do i still love you while respect here's what i need in order to really make sure that i'm taking care of myself Absolutely. and i love the way that that you did it there there was a kind of firm but loving energy of I'm on an important call and I'm going to stay grounded in my truth. And I can feel maybe my, my system is becoming alert here of like, wait, wait. And like firm and loving, here's what I need. Thank you. So be, be beautifully done. Um, I, I, I'm super curious around um, the dynamic with this person who you feel like there is a rupture in your relationship with. Mm and the deep heartbreak that, that you have around that. So what's your desire for your relationship with this person? Is it strictly platonic? Is there something romantic? Analyzing it now, I feel that I projected lust energies that were not supposed to be in that relationship. I projected them onto her and that kind of destroyed a lot of the beautiful friendship that we had um, because I didn't really have any other outlet, you know, not really being at home most of the time, even with Crohn's disease, even before the coronavirus, I'm largely quarantined most of the time. Um, so, yeah, and I kind of started projecting um, more than platonic energies for a relationship that was more like um, mother and son, kind of. So that kind of broke things a lot. Yeah, and, of, and, and in some ways, like, of course you did. Like, meaning like, you know, you're a human, you're a dude. Like, you've got urges and desires and you've got a unique set, of, unique set of circumstances that may make those more challenging to be met. But nonetheless, they're there. Like, and I think actually everyone is having a unique set of circumstances right now with the quarantine yeah. and love and you know but but nonetheless like there's a part of me it's like of course you had those urges like it would shock me if you didn't now the question is what do we do in order to kind of honor and 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 dignify the relationship with this person without um while still honoring and dignifying your urges and desires, which are super normal. And, and I love your awareness of like, oh yeah, I kind of projected and leaked that in there and it, it wasn't really appropriate for the dynamic that we hold. Yes. Agreed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so 
what's your desire? Because we could look at like what went wrong and we could kind of be there. But I'm curious, like what's your desire moving forward, specifically in the context of this relationship? Because I hear that you have a deep heartbreak around it. So what's your desire for relating with this person moving forward? Just to restore the friendship that we had <laughs> and to not project again. And it's yeah, and the and ball's in her court, like completely. Like uh like I let her go. Like if she she may never come back and I'm I, I'm gonna have to be okay with that. But if she ever does come back, you know, I want the to not leak these energies. So um let's keep like that part just to the side for now um because that's a little bit of like what you want to do or what you're going to do or not do the ball's in her court but what i want to stay with is like what is your actual desire what is your vision your hope your heart's uh yearning or hoping and it sounds like it's to be in um, to be in relationship with this person. And it sounds like you're intuiting that uh, the nature that will most serve the, the dynamic, both of you guys, is a platonic um, relating. Now, I, I could be making that up. Let me actually check in with you. you know, is that true? Um, well, I, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I'm just... Um... Things are just, as you say, things are just so confusing at the moment. And you don't know, like, you have different time, you have, like, different timelines going through your head. Like, what happens if this happens? What happens if this other thing happens? And it's just like, um, you feel intense clarity about one reality one day. And then the next day, something happens and you feel intense clarity about some completely different reality. <laughs> and I just, my desire is just, I just want to feel okay no matter what happens. I'm sick of analyzing this to death all the time. I just, I just want to be okay. So has she given you some kind of signs that, you know, or has she told you like verbally, hey, I'm interested in you know, something romantic or I'm not interested in something romantic? 100%, yes. Which one that she no. is or isn't? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and do you think she's lying? Do you think that's not no. true? No, she's not lying. Think? Okay. So she's, I'm not interested in anything romantic. Yep. Okay. Um, now I can hear that part of you just loves the friendship with her deeply. And there's another part of you that finds attraction in the relating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so do you think that it would be possible for you to be in relationship with her without fantasizing about it being something romantic? I think it's possible, yes. Not at this moment, maybe. But in the future, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, after this whole coronavirus thing passes, 
Um, and this is like a new world we're entering. It's crazy. So it is. And I also wouldn't like delay this for the future. I would have you anchor into here's your deep, yeah. sharp truth that no matter what <laughs> storm is happening in the world, you've got this thing here. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear, when you feel in, so part of you, romantic, part of you, platonic, her completely platonic, mm-hmm. but when you feel into the entirety of the dynamic, there's, there's not really a space where romantic energy is going to serve it. And you're clear on that. Like bringing romantic energy or sexual energy to our relating isn't appropriate. It doesn't serve the unit of our relating. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But I still have these urges or I still have these desires. So the practice that I would give you is one, to find an actual space to own that shadow part of yourself. Those, you know, like one of my teachers calls it like his sex pig. Like he's like a very conscious spiritual teacher. He's like revered, you know, amongst many people. Yeah. And like, he's like, I got to own my inner sex pig so that it doesn't leak out when I'm yes. holding space for these like very tender, um, vulnerable like women. But it's not that it's not to deny and repress. Like it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's to kind of make art with it. To, 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 to bring light to it in an appropriate setting so that it doesn't leak out and, and pollute a place where it doesn't really belong. Exactly. That's exactly. Pollute. That's, that's a good word. So, so you, um, so I would give you some kind of practice, like, and maybe it's like, I don't know. I love that you came here for community. Maybe you've got like a friend or two that you could be like, listen, like, like let's just jump on a call and just like go deep and edgy into like here is my and just like start bringing up sexual desires of like you know what I want to do like I want to pop 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 but like a place for it to live where it um where it can be sacred and held so that it can stay in that container so that could be one you know there's something around having other people witness it which I think will be I think will be healing and nourishing for you and for, for all of us in a way. Um, And I, and I think I would give you that, like maybe create a group or just even another person and just be like, you know, here's a safe space for us to own some of our kind of secret desires and just be conscious of them and not need to, we're not acting on them. We're not planning anything. We're just, owning like yeah part of me would love this thing and that's it and then so that kind of gives you like okay let's honor this part of yourself that is totally normal and give it a space to exist and then there's the other part of the relationship going forward and i would have you be connected with the inquiry of like what is going to serve this relationship most going forward which is a little bit different than what do I want this relationship to look like? Cause maybe you want it to look like a big orgy all the time. Like that's possible. Right. But that isn't actually what's going to serve the relationship. Yeah. It's a good point. It's like, there's you, there's the other person. And then there's the entity, the relationship is the third entity. Completely. That's exactly it. So, so like what is love asking for in that relationship? What, what is the thing that's going to liberate and free and bring more beauty and more love to that entity? 
And it's different than what do I want, which a lot of, and rightfully so, a lot of coaching is like, what do I want? Well, and, and then there's something a little bit maybe more profound here around like what is love asking for or what will, what will liberate or serve this the most. And it sounds to me like it's, it's a platonic relationship with this person. Yeah. Always was. It was so ha- fine. So have you owned with her like, hey, here's where I drop the ball. Have you, have you done that? Let me just check. Well, I'm planning to if she ever um, comes back. Got it. So whether or not she comes back, this mm-hmm. is good form. It's good yeah. practice. It's good kind of hygiene for yourself and for your self-esteem. Yeah. Can't control how she acts, but this will be good for you. Here's where I drop the ball. Here's the impact that I imagine it had on you and our relationship. And here's what I'd like to do to make it right. Yeah. This is leadership. Like in, in, yes. in, 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 in an organization, in a culture, in a relationship, this is leadership. Yes, there, that is exactly what I was thinking. Like, there is no apology that I can issue. It's only acts of repentance. Words cannot, cannot be enough. I've had some, some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but so, so yes and no, like, like also, but just honoring, like, I just need to own, here's where, here's where I dropped the ball. Here's where I created a situation that actually, like, wasn't right in a sense. It wasn't the most loving thing. So here's where I dropped the ball. Here's the impact I imagine it had on you. I imagine that you felt maybe betrayed. Maybe you felt um, uncomfortable. Maybe you felt violated. Maybe you felt sad. Um, the results of my actions created this. And then check in. Is that right? Was there something else you felt that I didn't get? Create a space to really hear that. And then the third thing would be, you know, here's my plan moving forward. I'm super clear that our dynamic is not romantic. And, you know, I would love to continue to connect with you and be friends the way we were. Um, and, you know, you can feel into if there's anything else there that you're clear um, would, would be helpful or loving for the entity. Yes. So I would, I would kind of drop the, the balls in her court narrative And I would have you take extreme ownership of that framework I just gave you, that three-part framework. And then you reach out, you know, and maybe you say, hey, you know, I'd love to have a phone call to, you know, share um, where I messed up, like how that affected you and and what I would like to do to try to make things better. Mm -hmm. See if she's open to that. Yeah. That's beautifully said, Jacob. Is that helpful for you? Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> you definitely brought up a lot for me here. You definitely did. Obviously, there's still a lot. There's still a lot. It's not. It's not going to go away. And in, in in one conversation, I've been having a lot of conversations with family and friends and seeking support and stuff like that, and all these different perspectives, um, and just having full faith 
it's just been magical just going from one day to the next and everybody's telling me exactly what I need to hear at the right time. It's like some kind of divine flow speaking through everybody in the right place at the right time. And that's how my life has been since the moment I was born. Don't know why. Always in the right place at the right time. Um, and yeah, like I said, there's still, there's still a lot, a lot to resolve here, but that definitely it's definitely what so I my, need to hear now. My nudge is that the a lot to resolve is unfelt emotion. It's heartbreak. Yes. And if you, you want to create containers for that and, you know, get a, a friend, two friends, like we're going to meet every week and we're just going to go around and say like, I am feeling, I am feeling, I am feeling. I, however you, that's one little exercise you could do, but like here's a space to really feel and not think about it, not analyze it, not try to solve it, but like sacred space for feeling. Yeah. And then the like, there's still a lot, will start to go, ooh. And all it takes sometimes is a good cry. And it's like, actually, it's not that much anymore. It's like, maybe it'll keep coming in waves, probably, but you keep doing the practice, and afterwards, it feels like, ah. Oh. Yeah, oh, I... I've had a lot of the crying and uh, yeah, it feels good afterwards. There's just a lot more. It's like, uh, it's pretty intense. Yep. There's, there's a lot of waves. Yeah. I feel yeah. that brother. <sighs> All right, man. Well, thank you for um, really opening up and throwing yourself in the sure. hot seat and, and really being committed to the path. I think we first connected on Facebook almost 10 years ago or something, probably. 2010. So. Holy shit, dude. That's amazing. So um, great to, great to connect here all these years later. Great to reconnect always, man. All right. I'm going to take you off the hot seat here. Thanks, brother. Mm -hmm. All right. Hmm. So, you know, we were looking at a really specific situation with Josh there, and there's two main things that, for all of us, we want to recognize. One, we're, we're all human. We're all human and our society and our culture has told us what good humans do and what bad humans do, but it's bullshit. To be human is to have the entire range of experiences that we have. And how do we know if it's a normal experience? We're having it. That's it. If you're having it, it's normal. Now there's a difference between having it and then acting on it. Like I might have the urge to, want to throw my cat across the room when he doesn't stop meowing when I'm on a group coaching call and he keeps bugging me, right? I might have that urge. The urge is normal. Totally fine. To go actually take my cat and throw him across the room, probably not all right, you know? It's not cool. Um, but if I were to keep pretending like, no, no, I'm fine. I don't have that urge. I don't have that urge. Then I'm going to start to take that out on you guys. I'm going to get sharper. I'm going to get more pointy. I'm going to, and I'm, I may not even know that I'm doing it. But it's that unconscious kind of shadow place is going to start to leak in and create a mess of what I'm actually working on or what I'm actually focused on. So with Josh, what it was was, hey, you know, let's not make that part of you wrong. And we all have so much taboo and shame around sexuality in our culture, you know. So it's like, let's not make that part wrong. Let's actually give that a safe, healthy space to exist. And there's different practices for that and really infinite possibilities for ways to honor that that are beautiful. Great. And now 
given that I can honor this part of, without making it wrong, what is the situation actually calling for? What is the thing that is most going to be loving and even liberating for the situation? And so we all have that dynamic in our life in some way, whether it's with someone who we have a relationship with, whether it's at work and we're leading a team, whether it's I don't know, even at the grocery store, like this, these are universal things that you can take and really apply to any area. So with that said, um, let me again, just get an, uh, a check. Who would like some support? I think there are more people who raised their hands, but I don't remember. Okay, let's see, let's go to, I see your name. Do I pronounce it Iona, is that right? Uh, hi, everyone. Yes, it's close to right. It's Iona. Iona. Yes. Awesome. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling from Greece. From Greece? Amazing. What part of Greece? Athens, the capital, the city. Athens. Oh, yeah, I've been, I've been to Athens. Um, beautiful. Well, let me check. Are, my, are you on gallery view or on speaker view where you just see me? Speaker view. Okay, great, great. Um, so what would you love to get out of our conversation today? Um, actually, it's, I don't know if I'm going to phrase it correctly. It's um, apparently like everyone, I'm on a roller coaster, emotional roller coaster and it's fine it, it is what it is um, sometimes enjoying it some other times it's not very comfortable and it's okay and it it has to do with me planning I was planning to launch my business coaching business Akashic Records and coaching here in Greece and then the coronavirus started mm. and there's two parts of me, one that is ready for action because I have been thinking about that business for years and years and now I'm ready. I also uh, have done a coaching program with Janine Yoder. And this is where mm. I met you from, actually. Mm. Mm. Um, so I'm ready to take action. And on the other hand, I'm, and maybe that's a story or partially a story in a country that has been in a financial crisis the majority of the accountants that I meet to support me in my business are bringing doom and gloom and they're not making things easy. And I want mm -hmm. to have people around me that are, yeah, it's not easy, but here's what we can do and not be so much in the lack mentality, but rather in, sure, we can do it and we can find ways to overcome this obstacle or the other because um, I've been to the States, things are kind of different when doing business in Greece and there are some obstacles here and there that I feel now that I'm in that action-taking mode, I feel that there's the story and there's the facts and they're overlapping at some point. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how to overcome that or rather, you know, I'm confused. I can and I cannot, I'm not sure. I know it's everything, a little bit of everything. Mm, yeah, I love it. Well, 
great to get to connect in this way. I love that, um, you know, Janine and part of that, that program. So yes, who knows what's happening with the economy? Who knows what's happening with the, the global kind of marketplace? And yeah, there's, there's a lot of destroying and rebuilding that's happening in some ways. Um, and I would make the argument that now is the perfect time to start a business, actually. Um, perhaps a different business than you would have started or positioned a little bit differently than you would have positioned it a year ago. But right now, people are in need. People need help right now. What, what type of coaching was it that, or is it that you, that you do? Mostly for women. Is it like life coaching, health coaching, yeah, yeah, life sex coaching. coaching, life coaching, life coaching, okay. and I can I bring in also meditation or yoga because I do those things um, too, and womb healing. It's feminine wow. energy, yeah. feminine leadership. I mean, so do you think the world doesn't need that right now? Oh, you know that I know. <laughs> <laughs> that like so, so what are we really much. talking about? Yeah, what are we really talking about if the world needs it or not? The world needs it. So, so let's take that as a truth. The world needs this thing that I love to help with. Some people will be more open to it. Some people will be able to pay for it. Some people won't. But this thing is generally needed in the world right now. People to help ground us and hold us in a safe space that feels warm and supportive and nurturing and loving. Like the world needs this right now. Yes. Great. Um, so with that truth as evident that the world needs this thing, because maybe the world didn't need it. Maybe we were talking about, I don't know, something else like, like DVDs or something. And like people don't need DVDs right now, right? <laughs> like we can stream online. We don't need DVDs, but, but, they do need, we do need this, this thing that you have. So that's true. My next question is, are you actively in the process of coaching? Yes, I have been doing that for years. And now I'm feeling that kick, like go out. <laughs> it's always the practical things that um, get me stuck. You know, those, those practical, like finding the accountants and making it work. And no, that's a story. <laughs> Great. So the world needs what you have. You're already doing it. Now, when you say you're coaching, is it like you're doing a session a week? Are you doing two sessions, 10 sessions? Like, what does that look like? No, it's... Um like two sessions three sessions per month it's not much and i start from the akashic record readings mostly because this is what i'm feeling more comfortable with and i put in the coaching because one thing is a bit more abstract and then let's see how we can bring it to the here and now and to the specifics of how this person will be assisted by this knowledge Great, great. About, um, about a year, a year and a half ago, I was in this phase where money just 
felt like it didn't want to come my way. Like uh, that was my story. Right. But it was just felt hard to make money. I was actively trying. I was like working, I was working with a coach, a lot of, I was just having a hard time bringing in money. It's strange because I've been running my business almost 10 years. What I do now is more valuable than it ever has been. I'm way better at what I do now than at what I was five years ago. So I was like, why is this so hard? Um, and what I got clear on in this kind of divine tornado was the, like, fuck if I'm bringing in money or not, I need to do this thing that I do because it's why I'm here. So it doesn't matter if someone is willing to pay me however much thousands of dollars they will or won't pay me. I need to coach. I need to be in these deep, meaningful conversations, helping people feel more connected to themselves, more clear, more on purpose. I need to do that because that's why I exist on this planet. Do that. So what I decided to do was I decided that every week I'm going to, I'm going to just do a coaching session that I'm calling like my divine assignment. It's just my divine assignment. Every week I'm supposed to give my gift and I'm just going to give it free to one person. And I, I printed I like wrote a chart out and I, and I wrote every week and then, um, and I just started to fill up that chart of like, um, and, and I didn't do any selling at the end of like this. It was just like, this is my gift. This is why I'm here. How can I help you? But there was something about being in the energy of my purpose, being in the energy of actually giving my gifts and being helpful that shifted that kind of um, scarcity spell for me. And when I hear that you're doing three sessions a month, I would have you triple that, even if it's free. Or, or double it. Like, I don't want it to feel like overwhelming for you to the point where it's like, how am I going to do that? And then you start to get stuck. But like, for me, this like one free session a week thing, I still do it to this day. Um, and I just got clear, like, it doesn't matter about money or not. This is how I'm here to help. And let me let me help. So for you, I would have you do if you're up for it, if that feels aligned for you, and you do have to manage your self care and all that but there's something about doing this that actually is spiritual self-care for me. Like the act of coaching is spiritual self-care for me. It, it nourishes me in that way. So for you, that's the first thing that stands out. And then the more that you do it, the more in that kind of flow you'll get and the easier some of the other things will start to feel, which right now it's, it's tempting to go into story about accounting and this and economy and will it work but when you're in the act of serving, it's just like, oh, yeah, this, this is my real life experience. This is needed and valuable, and I'm doing it. And that may actually also lead to people asking, hey, how do I continue to get supported by you? Mm. Yes, I feel that. And it's, it's a hard calling to offer more why it brings me great pleasure to do this i remember last time that i had a reading i was like a, a child in a candy shop and it's so amazing <laughs> yeah like the world could use help right now so i don't think you'll have an issue um, finding people who could use it 
you may feel a little uncomfortable about asking, but if you can really do it from this intention of like, I'm just here to give my gifts, I'm not looking for anything in return. And maybe like Josh, maybe we own the little part of us that's like, oh, I secretly hope somebody signs up as a result of me doing this. Maybe you just own that that's there. And just be like, oh yeah, I've got that little part, but that's, that's not in play here. Like I'm here to like really, I'm here to really just help. Um, and I would have you start there and I, and then I think that in some ways, the other things that we were talking about, they somewhat solve themselves. If, um, if you're in this space, well, let me actually pause and just check in with you. So what comes up for you now as far as like, all right, so here's a thing that you can do. Um, sorry, could you repeat it? I didn't get it. So here, sure. So here's a practice that you can take on, right? How does that feel to you? It brings a sense of calmness. Hmm. Yeah, and I get to actually feel that calmness talking to you. And we opened up the conversation talking about like accountant, economy. Do those things still feel relevant in this moment? They don't no. even exist in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Do you feel complete in our conversation? I do, I do. And I appreciate you so much for the support. Yeah. Mm. Well, I appreciate you. Um, and you really do have a beautiful calm energy that uh, I can feel is like, must be like being held in a womb when someone gets to be in your world. Thank you. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take you off the hot seat. Thank you for opening up. and be willing to go there. All right. So, um, so this, um, you know, what we were just speaking about is true for everyone, really. Um, now is the time to give our gifts and there's the kind of strategizing about it. Like what's the right way to do it? And what about the legal parts and how do I get the marketing right? And then at the same time of like, this is something that deeply matters to me, or this is something that actually gives me energy when I do and just do it. It's why I'm doing these sessions here. It's why, you know, I'm running three groups right now that I'm, I'm doing for free just because it feels like, one, I get nourished doing it, and two, it's it's helpful. So that's my invitation, and really, my I continue to anchor back in that, get in the service, continue to do that, and um, and the other things kind of somewhat fall into place. Who else? Anyone else want some support today? You can put your hand up. We got Reno. All right, let's go to Reno. What's up, my brother? It's funny because uh, 
think sometimes I, I have this resistance of putting my hand up um, because, you know, because I do this work and, you know, I should have it all figured out by now. Um, bullshit. Um, and, and what was coming up for me and, and what's present for me, and it's, it's, <clears throat> it ties into um, the conversation you just had, is that in some ways I feel this contentment in just like being in stillness right now and maybe not putting this pressure on myself to be out in the world, like giving my gifts or serving or whatever, like making something happen that maybe doesn't necessarily want to. But as I say that, I also recognize that there's this aspect of myself that really feels like I have something of value to offer the world right now. And what keeps coming up for me, um, and it probably didn't happen until back when I got this position at a co-working space and the, the title was community, community leader. And I remember um, hearing that term and I had never heard it before. And I was like, wow, <laughs> something felt so alive in me when I heard it. I was like, yeah, I've, I've never heard that term before, but it feels like it fits me so, so well. And yet, of course, there was this part of me that was like, you, like a community leader, like, who do you think you are, you know? Um, because perhaps I've been like, there are ways in which I live out of integrity. I catch myself out of integrity. I acknowledge that I'm not always living in integrity. And um, just you, man, the rest of us are always in there. Right? <laughs> exactly. Thanks for that reminder. I kind of needed that. Um, and so I guess where I'm at right now is like, yeah, there's these polarizing aspects of myself. Like I love being in the stillness and I love not feeling, you know, there's that, that saying, it's like with great, with great power comes great responsibility. And I think sometimes responsibility scares me. And sometimes I'm like, I love it. Um, I, I love being in the space where I'm, in, I'm invited to like lead people and facilitate and hold space and create an experience that's like beautiful and galvanizing and, you know, and see people like, like connect to and express and bring forth their own unique genius and authentic power. Like that's so exciting to me. And, and, and yet, like, I feel this like resistance to taking on that responsibility. So as I'm saying all of this out loud, I'm recognizing it, that, yeah, there's like this one part of me that's really comfortable in the stillness right now. Um, and like, uh, I, this is where I want to be. And then there's this deeper part of me that's like, and we want to play. Like, I want to roll up my sleeves and like get in there and like lead people and be like, hey guys, you know, we have this beautiful opportunity right now. Um, we've been blessed with this sort of like pregnant pause in the world. And, you know, and I feel like, um, you know, there's a there's a normal that's possible like a like a new normal you know that's possible when we're willing to um heal what is within and bring forth what is within right it's like and until we do that 
we're going to continue to see this this cycle of 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 insanity, so to speak. You know, repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Right. So. I'm aware of all this, and, and I, I do feel like I have something of value to offer. And yet, like, I'm not really as much as I feel like I could be. Yeah, yeah, so that's where I met, like, contentment in the stillness, but then, like, discontent in perhaps, like, not being out there and being this, like, force in, 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 in the world, you know, and like sharing my message and being the community leader that I feel is like, like, like sitting in there just like mm. wanting to be unleashed, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's the first time that I heard that you were at a co-working space and, and a community leader there and it just feels so right on you. Thank you. Like, like knowing you and kind of having you in the sensory community for, I know since 2013 or 14, yeah. something like that, yeah. right? I'm just like, oh yeah, like Reno community, like yes, <laughs> like that feels right, like yeah. that's amazing. Uh -huh. um, so awesome, brother. Thank you. And then, like, I'm a yes to your experience exactly as it is. Yeah. So part of you is super comfortable in your <clears throat> stillness, and then another part of you is like curious about what kind of like playful like offering or fierce offering you may have for people yeah. okay yeah <laughs> so, cool yeah exactly. what are you doing for lunch man <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah 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 and i think um just saying it out loud was really good too because it gave me permission in this moment i think to like perhaps i just needed to clarify my thoughts and and allow myself to like own um, where I'm at and say it out loud like yeah I think in some capacity maybe there was like this this wanting validation which is not un, unheard of for me you know to, to like to want to be validated and like where I'm at or, or you know my ideas or what have you so I Only feel like once just, again you know right <laughs> so like get, I guess getting to say it out loud and even own that part of me that is maybe transitioning into something new and unfamiliar that I call community leadership, right? Because before I wore the title of like coach, right? Like I'm a coach, right? And I think there, um, you know, coaching is like, to me, coaching is like a tool in my arsenal of tools, right? And, and that's what I'm starting to realize. So I can step into this sort of community leadership and coaching can be something that I use, right? Um, my affinity for like style and beauty can be something I use, my affinity for facilitation or writing or speaking or whatever, like these all can be things that I use within that context. So um, even saying this out loud and unpacking it is really helpful because then I notice I'm no longer attaching myself to, to the role of like, I'm a coach and this is what my expression and my purpose is supposed to look like. It's like, it's, it's a bit more dynamic than just coach, you know, for, for me at least. Yeah. 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 I love it, man. So stillness yeah. and some desire, curiosity totally. to, to serve in some way. Yeah. So I, I don't know, maybe tomorrow you're walking down the street and you're just like, you know what? That'd be fucking cool. And like, maybe that's the birth of the thing that, 
it's not even a thing. Maybe yeah. that's just the next step that you take. You're just like, yeah. oh, boom. Yeah. But, you know, stillness is fucking great, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's your experience, if that's where you feel called to be, be there. And I think perhaps giving yourself permission to be there will help you connect with the deeper intuitive guidance as yeah. to what the action actually is that is going to feel most authentic and aligned for you. Yeah, yeah. No, that that lines, that lines. And I've seen that be repeatedly true. Um, you know, there's the space in which I feel like I should make shit happen when my truth is stillness. And then on the other side of that stillness is that like intuitive impulse that comes through. And, and what's created from that space is far more beautiful in my experience than anything I could create from like shooting all over myself, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the other place I'd have you play with in sitting in that stillness, and this mm-hmm. is a place that I'm playing with a lot right now, I'm okay. coaching around this a lot, yeah. is what would feel risky for you i love that question so much yeah i love that question so much wow okay so just be in the stillness and then just allow like what would feel risky can i i want to i want to ask you um what is your current answer to that question like for yourself what's risky for you if i may so yeah you may so I'm, I'm applying that both on a macro level and on a micro level. So if I'm leading a call, it might be like, okay, I can do this call and I can be authentic and it'll appear to everyone like I'm being authentic and I actually am being authentic. Yeah. And what would be like 10% more authentic? Okay. So it's not like what I was doing wasn't true, but yeah. it's like, what would be more true or what would be Mm. most true so for me so i'm I'm thinking about in all of my work i'm thinking about it in the coaching calls that i'm doing in the groups that i'm leading in the kind of positioning of the work that i do in the world moving forward it's like what would feel riskier what would feel even more true even though what's here is actually it's all it's true but what would be more true And the same thing for my life, actually. So what's true is that I love my apartment. It's fucking awesome. And like I've lived here four and a half years. I've put all the little touches and all the little places. And it's true that I love this place. And what's more true is that actually I'd like to completely like blow this all up and go get like some yes. artist studio here with yeah. like super yeah. high ceilings and like yeah. paint the walls with like all the different shit that I want to paint the walls with and like yeah. turn it into a crime scene investigation of creativity. So like a complete mess of creativeness. And that's actually, that feels risky to me. Now yeah. I'm also like, wait, you know, let me be with, okay. So I'm, I'm going to like hold that possibility and be divinely guided to see if that aligns and I've got cat hair on my face <laughs> and I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm going to kind of allow that to guide my curiosity. And also in the meantime, this is a bedroom that I previously had rented out here and we're like right in between. Um, I was right. My previous roommate had moved out 
and then the Corona situation happened and I didn't want, I'm here in kind of the hotspot of New York. I didn't want to be interviewing people to move in here during this time. And I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to turn this bedroom temporarily into my creative crime scene to fucking use these markers on the walls that, you know, I bought and and now I bought these fucking huge monitors over here that I have now (laughs) and this like big ass debt. Like it's all new shit because, you know, it's not like the most spiritual thing to buy big ass monitors, but actually it's like true for me. Like that's my spiritual path is actually to buy these fucking dope ass monitors and like, and build, there's like an energy of building in this setup here that feels very alive for me. So, um, so I would have you be in that, like, and I'd have all of us. And I think now is the time, especially for anyone who's feeling a little bit like monotone in their energy levels, this is right for you to start to scan for what would feel like a risk. And it, it, it might be a big ass risk or a perceived big ass risk, like blowing up your life in some way. But it also might be like, you know what? That kind of thing that I have some creative energy around, I'm just going to go do that. Or I'm going to go make that offering. Like to do this was a risk for me. Yeah. In some ways it wasn't, but in some ways I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to start hosting weekly coaching. There's a little bit of a risk in that. So I'll give you that. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I'm excited to see what, what you come up with. Thank you. I, yeah, I really appreciate that. And, and it, it reminds me of um, uh, an episode of a show I was watching and this guy was feeling really stagnant in his real estate business. And what he realized is like reintroducing risk and kind of shaking things up and waking things up is like exactly what he needed. So that's probably one of the best questions I think someone's asked me in a while. So thank you for that. Like it got, it got my like life force and my juices flowing again. I was like, mm, risk. Okay. What well, would be risky. Mm. Right. And like, for me, sometimes that looks like being even more human, like, okay, cool. I've shared myself, but like, here's more, you know, or like, let's just like try this thing, you know, let's like, yeah. So thank you. This is, it's like woken me up again. Yeah. I love it, man. Awesome. Well, great to see you. I'm going to take you in the hot seat. Thanks. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for holding space here today. I appreciate you, um, whether or not you are in the hot seat, just being with us and having your heartfelt presence is appreciated. Um, and, and I invite all of you guys to sit with me in that question, to sit with us in that question of like, what would feel risky? Maybe it's a big thing. Maybe it's just a, a little thing right here. And maybe you don't need to know how it all is going to look, but you could just know here's the truth in this moment. And here's a step I can take and to follow that. All right, guys, I'm going to unmute us so that we could all say peace out. And um, same time, same place next week. Lots peace. Love, guys. Thank you. Bye, Thank you. Peace. See you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.